ancient citizens of the fairgrounds, this is your once and future recreation director, Bob, with another entry in this week's cavalcade of disappointments. The upcoming Tabletop Blitzball Charity Tournament has been canceled indefinitely. Our apologies to St. Despondent's Home for Unpromising Orphans. Best of luck, kiddos, and remember, beware of illusion pleasure merchants who say they don't want money. Do not proffer sympathy to a mentahomina in between meetings. And if you're ever doing business with a Dilurian son of a bitch, get it in writing. It has also been suggested by the Friendship Committee that you disregard any unfounded rumors that may question the good intentions of our Ugolnari advisors. I am, of course, specifically referring to Mark Wahlberg Bot, who is currently regurgitating certain plot points from an unfortunate entry in his early 21st century filmography. Just give it the old Ganymede shrug off, and then we can all go back to ignoring Wahlberg Bot for the usual reasons. That is all. Now they've gone and outlawed Blitzball, too. Great. I don't think anything's been outlawed, technically. Okay, sure, but it seems a little significant that suddenly all of these events are being cancelled, and that every one of them involves some form of physical activity. Don't you think that's weird? Of course it's weird, but look where we are. Sure, but this isn't like fairgrounds weird, it's just weird weird. This feels... I mean, it seems silly to get worked up about Blitzball, but I don't know, everything just feels off lately. I will admit everything definitely feels stickier. Oh, do not get me started on the humidity. Right? It's like a greenhouse in here. I'm sure that's exactly the point. Now that I think of it, Mrs. F was always complaining about it being too dry for her taste. So the committee must have suggested a climate adjustment. By this time next week, we'll probably be living in the galaxy's largest orbital rainforest. Oh, speaking of which, did you see the latest news from Earth? They've got this new Terraform Terra initiative, supposed to get the native rainforest back to pre-ME6 levels. If they manage to pull it off, they'll be able to cut the carbon scrubber network back by 60%. Well, that makes us all okay? Well, no, but I thought you might like to hear some good news. Silver lining, you know? Mm, yeah, I don't know if that silver lining is shiny enough for me. I spent all day yesterday reworking next month's shift schedule, and I still haven't heard back from the committee on whether or not this version passes muster. The Fugulnari are setting sanitation schedules now? Oh no, of course not. That would be too simple. They've just requested final approval on my schedules. And will they tell me what was wrong with the last four I submitted? They will not. They'll just suggest I try again. If this is the famous Fugulnari efficiency, it can piss up a trellis. Oh, and now look who spotted us. Great. Yep, nothing like a little proselytizing to really lift the mood. Hi, Martin Lutherbot. How are you doing? And how are you and your friend enjoying this day that the good Lord has blessed us with? We're suffering through it as best we can. Spoken like a true Protestant. 
I shall make converts of you yet. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, what's all this? Have you been posting theses again? <laughs> Nine, obey. I was approached yesterday by some Flanson who had heard of my talent for nailing things to other things. They offered to compensate me for posting these charming little notices about the fairground. The Fugulari have you putting up propaganda? <laughs> Nine. Not propaganda, no. These are just some catchy slogans that will remind everyone how fortunate we are that the Fugulnari are here to lend us their expertise with illustrations in full color, very tasteful. That sounds a lot like propaganda. Ach, potato kartoffel lassens das ganze absagen. Let's see what we've got here. The Fugulnari Human Friendship Advisory Committee is rooting for you. The FHFAC will never kale your vibe. Oh, really? Say hello to your new friends, the Fugulnari. Um, well, none of these are very clever, but I'd still call it propaganda. Ow! These are some seriously sharp posters, Lutherbot. Danke! They are very striking, y'all. No, I meant that literally. I just sliced the hell out of my finger. I think the quality of this poster stock is a lot more dangerous than anything that's printed on it. What kind of paper is this? Uh, well, it is not exactly what one would classify as paper. It is actually a 28-gauge anodized aluminium. Mm, sheet metal, huh? Mm-hmm. Let me guess, the Fugulnari suggested that would be a more appropriate material? Well, they did not explicitly forbid the use of a product made from the mashed pulp of a once-living plant, but... You know, it would not be the most tasteful choice, Nishma. <laughs> so, better safe than sorry? Get now! I believe that the life of each Christian should be spent in repentance. But even I have my limits. Choose! <laughs> well, there you have it. The Fuganari didn't force him to do anything. Sure. He's just being super careful to avoid doing anything the Fugulnari might possibly have a problem with, like everyone else around here. But that's kind of worse if you think about it. I mean, if the committee straight out said, paper is illegal now, people would, well, no one but Kaiser Wilhelm Bott would get particularly jagged over that one, I guess. Right. But the point is, they're not doing that. They're just making suggestions, giving advice. And no one wants to be the first to find out what happens to humans who don't take it. I mean, there's the travel restrictions. Those are pretty explicit. But are they? We know that they're refusing some humans' exit visas, but we don't know why. They haven't posted any actual rules for who gets to travel and who doesn't. You just apply, and then you get back a yes or a no. No explanation. So now everyone's just flailing around trying to guess what is or isn't allowed, or what's allowed today but won't be tomorrow. Or what's technically allowed but probably a bad idea because it goes on your permanent record or something. Exactly! Everyone's bending over backwards to make sure they don't do anything that might upset our new friends. So the Fuglinari don't even have to order us around because we're doing it to ourselves without them lifting up whatever they have for fingers. Pedioles, I think? So, not the point. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I guess I'm kind of in a mood today, but I shouldn't take it out on you. Yeah, that's okay. It's not like you don't have a good reason. And I'm sure the humidity doesn't help. It definitely does not. Gemini Collision Works presents Life with Alpha Season 2 
Episode 23, Trade Test Transmissions. And Amber, honey, be on the lookout for a special package. I'm sending you a couple of your mother's wall hangings. Retirement has been so good for her. Her newfound expertise in the medium of black velvet is nothing short of breathtaking. Well, you shouldn't be embarrassed. These are manufacturer quality. I'm so proud of you. Do you have to bring this up now? Anyway, there's a few in there for Ashley. They're the ones with the flowers on them. You know, because plants. Make sure she gets those. Okay, sweetie. Of course. Tell her her moms would really appreciate a message from their little bean just to assure us that she hasn't been eaten by any of those horrible bent fighters or anything. I know they're mostly gone now, but a mother worries. All right, I guess that's everything. But always remember that we love you both so very much. <laughs> Commander? How much of that did you hear? Enough to answer a few questions, but bring up so many more. What are you doing in my office? I'm sorry for intruding. I just wanted to watch something in private for a minute. I didn't think you'd mind. I don't, as long as you don't make a habit of it. But, uh, for future reference, I'm not certain just how private my office is, so I wouldn't play any messages in here that you don't want any of the more furtive ICSB agencies to hear about. Thank you, sir. But it was just a video from my parents. I don't think the Office of Equilibrium would be very interested. You never know. So your parents managed to get a message delivered from... Where are they? Ganymede? Yes. But no. They sent this three weeks ago. So it was recorded before... You know. And I haven't heard from them since. I'm sure they're fine. No reason to assume otherwise. It's just a lot harder for mail shipments to get through with the new travel regs. Efficiency, my Aunt Richard. It's just so hard hearing them talk about Ashley like that. As if she didn't have anything to do with... You know? Have you seen your sister since... You know? She wants to get together for drinks? Like everything's still normal? I'm not sure any conversation between you and Ashley would qualify as normal, Amber. It's just... She's my sister? And I still can't believe that she was involved in... You know? And that I didn't notice? I can't help thinking that I could have done something? None of us noticed, Amber. And if it makes you feel any better, I'm pretty sure if you'd asked too many questions back then, you wouldn't still be here to ask questions now. Commander Toriana, do you mind if we join you? Oh, how could I refuse? Please, make yourselves at home. Amber, you can return to your station. Yes, sir. Thank you, Commander. You're too kind. Well, I have my orders, after all. It's my duty as a League officer to honor any requests you might have. So what can I do for you today, seeing... I'm sorry... I don't mean to offend you, but I'm not actually sure if we've met. Ah, yes. The human inability to recognize pheromonal appellations is quite inconvenient, isn't it? <laughs> but no matter. I am Oakensarks, 
and I am in fact newly arrived at the fairgrounds. I, and a few other recent additions to the local branch of the Fugulari Human Friendship Advisory Committee, were just stopping by to familiarize ourselves with the bridge, and I thought I'd take the opportunity to introduce myself to you personally. We will, of course, be spending a great deal of time here as our species forge a new path together. But as for today, we'll just take a quick look around, and then we'll get out of your petals. <laughs> we certainly wouldn't want to interfere with any important operations. I see. In that case, I'd like to officially welcome you aboard the HEC Orkunsarks. Ah, and I see you have Mrs. Frondernax with you. Or is it just Frondernax now? Well, it always was, really. But you can keep calling me Mrs. if you like. I know how you humans get attached to your little nicknames. Yes, you've learned so much about us in your time here, haven't you? Oh, yes, very much so. And I'm just thrilled to finally be working hand in branch with you folks. I'm sure you are. Well, Oakensarks, I think Mrs. Frondernack should be able to answer any questions about our procedures you might have. She's spent so long getting to know everything there is to know about the fairgrounds, after all. Yeah. So unless you need anything else from me personally, I should be getting back to the bridge. But do feel free to stay and chat in my office for as long as you'd like. You're too kind. Oof, that one's a route seem a little underextended if you catch my meaning. The harvest could not have commenced at a better time. This station was already in utter shambles under human leadership. Now, don't be too hard on the commander, Oaken Sarks. She may be human, but I'd say she's definitely tilling the right furrow. That's funny. I don't remember requesting your opinion. Oh, no, you didn't. But I anticipated that you might. So I just went ahead and offered up some feedback to save you from expending unnecessary energy in asking. Efficiency, you know. Huh. You may be a chameleonid, but you're as sharp as a cactus, Frondrax. <laughs> you. It's that kind of forward thinking that made the harvest possible. We would not be here today without you. Oh. Thank you so much, Oaken Sarks. It's always good to hear one's efforts are appreciated. Of course they are. And I'm expecting the same kind of results from your next assignment. My... my next assignment? Already? Problem, Frondrax? Oh, no! <laughs> no, of course not. It's just... Well, I've been working the fairgrounds beat for years, you know. I was expecting, after the ascension, that I might get a little bit of, well, a breather or something, you know, before moving on. A breather? Nonsense! A Fukunari is never short of breath! You haven't gone native, have you, Frontronax? What? No, no, of course not. Forgive me, Oakensarks, I wasn't being sensible just then. <laughs> Leisure time. What a thoroughly human concept. If they didn't waste so much energy running around in the first place, they wouldn't need leisure time. They have so much to unlearn. I could not agree with you more. And of course I'm ready for a new assignment. It's just that, well, I've been here for so long. I'd hate to have to rush off on another mission before seeing the fruits of my labor. Oh, no. You also have a very important role here in the fairgrounds, Frondrax. 
a very important role. Ooh. A task I could only entrust to one of our finest agents, in fact. Oh, how exciting! What is it? Well, as you can see, our success has brought a great many Fugunari to the fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. But with supply comes demand. And sadly, we find the fairgrounds ill-equipped to support a bustling plant population in the long term. Oh, I've told you, Oakensarks, this is as humid as they can make it. Rust never sleeps. I'm not talking about the humidity, Frondranax. Although the atmospheric conditions are certainly not in keeping with our personal standards. No, there are other factors that need to be taken into account. Like reproduction. We've got loads of pollen and plenty of stigmas, but not of means for one to reach the other. And we can't trust our human assistance in the hydroponic gardens with anything so delicate, well-intentioned, though they may be. No. If we intend to remain here in the fairgrounds, we're going to need the help of some natural-born pollinating agents. Which is why I'm tasking you with opening up communications with Queen Milena of the Dvorax. You want me to talk to the bee people? Really? Absolutely, Frontrax. We need pollinators. And we needed them yesterday. But... But we've been planning this for years. Are you honestly telling me that no one back home thought of the pollination question before now? Well, of course we did. But obviously, we couldn't announce our intentions to the rest of the galaxy by opening negotiations before the Ascension went into effect. Agent Wolanix landed on Dvorak's mere moments after we went public, and he made a heroic effort to find a faction among the Dvoraxi that would be willing to cooperate. Couldn't make headway with the little stingers, though. Then he regrettably wandered into the wrong enclave and, well... Well, what? Some carpenter bastards hollowed him out. Made a hive out of him! Nasty business. But I imagine you'll have much better success. You must. What makes you so sure they just won't hollow me out? We're not going to make the mistake of sending you in person, for one thing. Oh, We've authorized the use of a quantum tangler for this mission. Ooh. You'll be able to talk to the Dvoraxi from right here in the fairgrounds in real time. Well, I say talk, but you know the ridiculous way they communicate. Speaking of which, I've already had a Fulgenar Dvoraxi dictionary delivered to your quarters. You'll want to study it carefully. Very carefully. And be sure to stretch first. If you can't reach an agreement with the Dvoraxi, we'll be utterly unable to expand our population. And that would really put a hitch in our future endeavors, don't you think? Well, yes. But are you certain I'm the right plant for this job, Sarks? The Hydrophyte Corps doesn't offer a whole lot by way of diplomatic experience, after all. We're generally too busy redistributing appendages to bother with the niceties. Perhaps Flabidax might be better suited to this task? Or Path Tunics, maybe? Nonsense, Frondranax. I have every confidence in your abilities. And don't sell yourself short. You've been living among the humans for years, after all. Surely you can handle sweet-talking a few bee people. Well... Can I at least get an assistant or something? But of course. In fact, I've already selected one of our finest young agents for the job. Oh! How young are we talking, exactly? You'll be able to see for yourself soon. 
He should be here any moment. Ah! And here he is! Frontrax meet PFC Rudy! I'm Rudy! Of course you are. This little sprout is ready to help you out in any way you need. And he's very excited to be working with you. Isn't that right, Rudy? Baba! Nope, absolutely not. Ogensarks, given the crucial nature of this mission, do you think I might possibly get someone with a little more... life experience? You might, but you won't. All right, I've got a conclave scheduled with the other section head, so I'm off. But good luck with the bees, Frontenac. You too, Rudy. Goodbye. I'll miss you. <sighs> so, Rudy... I don't suppose you know anything about bees, do you? <laughs> I like bees. They give me kisses on my pistols with their butts, and it feels good. May the great gardener have mercy on my roots. <laughs> Okay, Sopon, try turning it up a few clicks. Ah, too many clicks! Too many clicks! Sorry, boss. Looks like your options are basically full blast or pitiful trickle. I don't think this thing has a medium setting. Then why did they put a dial on it? Sheer optimism? Come on, it's a simple machine. It can't be that hard to operate. Look, I'm a bartender, not a stage manager. Practical effects are a little outside my skill set. Remind me again why the egg needs a fog machine? Ambiance, Sopan! I'm going for that smoky, old-earth, film-noir kind of deal. Yeah, but didn't that kind of smoke come from the clientele? Their, um... I want to say cigaritas? The bars didn't just, like, pump it in. Well, if you can find me someone who's still making cigaritas, and some humans who are still smoking them, then knock yourself out. But until then, I'm willing to sacrifice a little historical authenticity for the sake of atmospheric enhancement. So make that fog machine sing. You, tell him, sister. Ha! That's great. You tell him, sister. I love that. I'm gonna use that. Um, you tell him, sister. <laughs> See, we're already learning from each other. You tell them, sister! <laughs> the cultural exchange! You tell them, sister! Hey, hey, hey buddy, let, let's try switching things up with a little water, huh? Oh, what? You think because I'm a plant I just drink water, huh? What's next? Are you gonna sing to me to help me grow? No thanks, I got a tin ear. Literally. What do you say we give the grappa a rest for now? What do I say? You want to know what I say? Do you? Do Do you know? Do you know what I say to that? I do not. I say, you tell him, sister! <laughs> uh, uh -huh. So, do you know what grappa's actually made from? It's grapes. Fermented grapes. You still want another spritz? Yeah! That's just what they deserve, gossipy sons of bitches. Ferment the whole lot of them, I say. Now hit me with that mister, mister! <laughs> Don't be stingy now! Ah, right, fine. 
But it might take me a minute to find my spritzer attachment in this cloud bank. Working on it. <laughs> Just unplug that thing already, Sopan. This smog is filling up my vocal cords. <laughs> oh, come on, delight. Ooh, I am digging the mystical ancient Britannia vibes of this gloomy broom. Maybe we can work it into the act. Yeah, I can see us going full psychedelic madrigal in here. Come on, D. Let's ride on four horsemen through rain and tears to the court of the Crimson King. <laughs> Hard pass. You've got to be popping more planters than usual if you think I'm ready to usher in another prog rock revival. <laughs> I am, but that is irrelevant. Ooh. Where do you think we could get a replica of Stonehenge? Take a left turn out of Glastonbury for a second, Stops. <coughs> oh, seriously, Chip? you got to quit it with the mist or I'm going to lose my voice long before my contract is up. If you don't botch the vapors, our next set list is going to consist exclusively of John Cage's 433 on repeat. Fine. I just wanted to give the place a touch of antique charm, all right? Plus, you know, a good haze can conceal a lot of wear and depreciation, but have it your way. Strees, nobody appreciates my vision around here. Nobody has any vision around here through all this flat and smoke. <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna start seeing that all the time. Oh, hey, Vert. Didn't see you down there. You need anything? I've actually been trying to get your attention for half an hour. My arms are really tired from the waving. Sorry, I was distracted by some uh, technical issues. What'll it be? Mineral water. Mineral water? Yep. Still, no ice. Room temperature, please. Mineral water. Really, Bert? Yeah. What's wrong with mineral water? Oh, nothing. It's a perfectly refreshing beverage if you're hanging from a macrame basket. Yeah, man. You're not trying to get verdurous, are you? No! I just want some water. Anyone can drink water. Well, except the Mepsutans. Or the Rubidioids. And don't ever pass it around on M113. Mm. I just don't feel like drinking tonight, okay? I have a very early morning tomorrow. Doing what? Oh, come on, guys. You all know what I do for a living. You, you, you do all know what I do for a living, right? I know what you do for a living. Yeah, don't stop. <laughs> get it because you're small. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's actually not the first time someone's made that joke. <laughs> a door stop. A motion <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, my face. Bert, are you okay? It's in my eyes. Oh, I Hey, Fluffage, give me another grappa. Don't sweep. Yeah, no, you're officially fine, and I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Are you telling me what to do, Fleshbag? I'm telling you that you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. 
Okay, Vert, I think that's got most of it. You need anything else? Oh, no, I'm fine. But if you could, uh, maybe point me towards the door, it's gonna take another couple of hours for... for my eyes to grow oh, back. Geez. Now you listen to me, you... you lump of seals. I'm a paying customer, and the customer is always right. Not after he starts dumping his drinks on the other customers, he's not. You can come back when you're ready to play nice, but until then, you're out of here, my friend. I'm not your friend. I am on the friendship committee. I don't take orders from some, some ashy land manatee who's too dumb to even know how inefficient they are. Wow. Chip, are you hearing this? Yeah, man, I may be cruising the O. Henry Highway at the mo, but even I know some terminal turbulence when it crosses my transom. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> Are you new? What else do I expect you to do with an unruly customer? Throw him out! Look, I can't just toss every Fulganari who gets a little rowdy. We may be out of their jurisdiction, but that doesn't mean they can't make trouble for the egg. So what? You're just gonna let a plant step all over you? All over your employees? What I'm going to do is handle this with civility and discretion, alright? Just settle your giz. Gassine! I would like to apologize for the inconvenience. I can assure you that the Electric Egg is always happy to serve any member of the Friendship Committee. Can I get you another... Grappa? Was it? That's right. That one on house. That doorstep spilled by him. Oh, I see. That is quite a mess. Sopan, could nope. you get a... Going on break. Bubbles, could you maybe give me a mop? Ooh, sorry, boss. I traded away my wet dry vac attachment last week for this sweet turret lid. I'll get the mop. Hello out there to every blossom in the Beaujardin. Look, I don't have to tell you all what an exciting couple of weeks it has been since the golden age of folium hominum harmony has dawned across human space. Times, I may not have roots in the ground, but I can still say that these plants make a lot of good points. Sure, I've heard a few humans dredging off about the Fuglinari way of doing things, but I say that's just good old-fashioned jealousy talk. Right. They've got their fringes burnt because these Fuglinari are actually saying what you've been thinking all along. That it was high time we got this place cleaned up and under control. You got that right. You don't see any litter in the corridors anymore, do you? Well there, you, well, there you go. And here at the Bo Show, we are more than ready to embrace all things verdict. Brit, I barely leave my ergonomic broadcasting chair, so you might as well stick me in a pot and see what sprouts, am I right? Mm -hmm. And as for fertilizer, well, as long as Todd's around, we'll have a steady, inexhaustible supply. <laughs> Turn that awful noise off, Ruby. It's distracting me from my bar work. I don't think there's any form of language in the galaxy that could possibly express just how little I care about what makes you happy, Rudy. I'm having a hard enough time expressing myself in bee dance, and I don't want to snap a twig before I've made it through the introductions. <sighs> Baroness Fleodora will be calling any minute, 
and I've barely gotten in a decent war But we don't need to talk to the Baroness. Oakenfark said we should talk to the Queen. Oh, darn it, you're right, Rudy. I must have forgotten. Well, let's just dial the Dvaraxian leader's communicode, which is, of course, listed in every interstellar directory. Boop, 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 beep, boop, 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 boop. Look at me, I'm dialing it right now. They'll be picking up any second. Boop, 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 beep, boop. I bet they'll have a message for you, Rudy. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Why don't you tell me how it works then, since you're the expert on everything? Are you being sarcastic, Mrs. Frondernax? Yes, I am, Rudy. And what does it mean when Mrs. Frondernax is being sarcastic? Uh, that Rudy said something stupid? Good work, Rudy! And what do you suppose was the stupid thing you said this time? Oh, don't strain your nose trying to figure it out. Here's the problem, Rudy. Queen Milena is a very, very important person. And important people don't let random strangers just ring them up with any silly old request. They don't? No, they don't. They have precisely defined channels of communication. Protocol. That kind of thing is important to royalty. So if we're to have any hope of eventually speaking to the queen, we'll first need to get our root in the door by striking up a friendly repartee with a minor aristocrat. That's why we're reaching out to Baroness Cleodora with our petition. If all goes well, she'll pass it along to some vicontess, who will mention it to a duchess, who will spill it to a princess, who will then, finally, deliver it to Her Majesty the Queen. That's a lot of talking. Yes, it is, Rudy. Which is why I'd like you to shut up and let me get on with my stretches. Okay. What if the Baroness forgets about us? Or gets the message wrong? Wouldn't it be more efficient to just talk to the Queen? Oh, yes it would, Rudy, but that's not how the Tavraxi do things. You're too young to understand this, I suppose. But not everyone in the galaxy appreciates efficiency as we plants do. Not yet, anyway. But yes, I would, of course, much rather speak with the Queen right away. But those stupid bees insist on their peculiar, fruitless customs. Which means now I have to waste my time kissing the rear tarsus of some dusty old baroness. You mean like the frowny lady on the screen? What frowny lady? Oh! Oh! Your ladyship! My deepest apologies! I did not realize our call had already connected! I, I, I mean... Why didn't you say something, Rudy? Okay. Time to dance your way into history, old sprig. Hello! Your ladyship! Might I say, your spindle hairs are looking... Exceptionally glossy!
You must tell me your secret! <laughs> the phrase book, Rudy! Get the phrase book, I need a reference! But it's so heavy! Just get it, you little weed! <sighs> anyway, I'm reaching out to you with an exciting opportunity for your people! As you may have heard, the fairgrounds have recently been honored with the settlement of numerous flora. And as a result, are in need of more... Oh, oh mulch me, I hate this move. The pollinators! Uh-huh, sorry, could I'm sorry, I don't understand. Could you repeat that a little slower? Okay. Rudy, was that last move a demi or a grand plie? a friendship. Quickly! Uh, uh, found it! Good. Now hold that page up. So I can actually see it, Rudy! Uh, well, almost a little more. There! Okay, okay! Uh, I have long been an admirer of yours, and I would love for us to be better acquainted. Oh, oh, I don't quite... Uh, could you slow down? I... I'm sorry! I don't understand! Could... Ooh, okay, your tone seems very pointed right now. Oh, very pointed. Oh, no, wait, please! And she's hung up. Did we win, Mrs. Prodrodax? We most emphatically did not, Rudy. You were watching me the entire time. Was there something wrong with my form? Did I miss a step? Um, maybe you did a full turn, but you should have done a half turn? Oh, great. I think I just told her that her antennae looked like an accretion of fly droppings. Blast and smut! Why didn't Oakensarks give this mission to an actual diplomat? Or at least a better dancer. I think you danced beautifully. Thank you, Rudy. Your aesthetic appreciation is much more important to me than the success of this silly old mission, after all. Yay! <laughs> <sighs> oh, are you being sarcastic again? What do you think, Rudy? that were true, Rudy. If only that were true.
Hey, Althor, you've been in your room a long time. Is everything okay? Oh, yes, friends, John. Mother has merely been absorbed in study. Oh, okay. Sorry to interrupt. Not at all, friends, John. You are correct that it has been some time since Althor has been making breakage. It would be advisory to make emergence for nourishment. If the curtain of privacy is closed... Yeah, you're good. So, what have you been studying all this time? Oh, Arthur has been receiving many letters in response to his own, from his friends, and their friends, and their friends, and all those Iltorians who have knowledge of Fugulari culture. So, he has been making attempt to absorb all their advisings and explainings. But, it has not been of a great smoothness. The Fugulari are a people most perplexing, Fred John, even to those of Iltor. Yeah, they're more than a little perplexing to us humans. Ah, another commonality between the peoples of Alvar and Fred, John! <laughs> but Alvar will make perseverance in his studies. He has expectation that there will be great advantage in understanding the Fugulari if he is to make supporting to his human friends. I'd say that's a safe bet. And thanks for looking out for us. I know you're in kind of a sticky position. Please do not be mentioning it! Always the pleasure to Althar to be of assistance. And this is not Althar's first time in the position of stickiness. He has shared with you already the tale of the Fomolo Toffee incident. <laughs> right. But it is a truth that these are unbattered paths on which Althar is finding himself. This is why the researchings are of such importance. So how's it been going? Have you made any progress? has read and viewed much of the Iltorian study of Fugulnari culture, but he has still a very great deal more to be absorbed. And then also, there is some question of how deeply the Iltorian friends of Fugulnar have truly been seeing. It is not known how long this advance of friendship toward your people has been in the planning, so it is possible that there has been deception. And the studies of Althar may be steering him wrongly. Oh. Well, that's not... not incredibly disturbing. Oh! Althar was not intending to cause the upset! Would Fred John wish Althar to prepare some frightened tea while he is in the kitchen? Or the cocoa sugar soup is a beverage most soothing to humans, yes? Uh, if you mean hot chocolate, then yes. But don't bother getting out the hazmat suit. I can make some myself once you're out of there. Very well, friend John. So, is there anything about the Fuglenari you do know for sure? Anything useful? There's no telling what knowledge will be of usefulness, friend John. But Alvar is finding the Fuglenari system of castes to be of great fascination. It is complex and multifarious indeed. The... Evergreens are of course respected by all, but for the most part the seeded and seedless lineages are not enjoying the most harmonious relations. And the tensions amongst the gymnosperms and the angiosperms are particularly upraised. But even the Fugulari that would seem very similar to a human can have deep division between them. For example, it is never to make comparison of the apples and oranges, as this would cause great offense. Huh. So you're saying the Fuglenari don't get along with each other any better than they get along with us? Hmm. 
then how did they manage to organize this whole takeover of human space? I mean, as far as I can tell, every single Fugunari was in on this plan. Like, not one out of however many billion of them there are in the galaxy had a problem with it. You can't even get six humans to agree on a restaurant. This is a good questioning, friend John. It is the theory of Althar that the Fugundari dedication to efficiency is strong enough to be overriding these low-boiling resentments. Uh, do you think... Do you think maybe that could change? I mean, you're the expert, but I'd imagine taking over a whole other species government is the kind of situation that could, like, exacerbate existing tensions. There is no precedent for this situation in Alvar's knowledge, friend John. But it seems most likely that you are correct. Although, Alvar would consider the incitement of internecine struggle to be more of a last resorting, as this could have repercussions most hazardous. And he is preferring always the way of friendship. Oh, right. Sorry. It is not to apologize, friend John. Alvar is knowing that this experience has been very much of the stressful. I mean, yeah, it has, but the thing is, the Fuglinari haven't actually done anything to me personally. None of these changes has been any worse than a mild inconvenience, so I'm scared all the time, but I don't even know exactly what it is I'm scared of. Well, Stella zarked about them making her redo the sanitation shift schedules over and over, so now I'm upset because she's upset, but that's as bad as it's gotten so far. Oh, is this why Supervisor Reyes has not made visiting of the home of French John and Alpha for many cycles? Alpha was beginning to worry that he had caused the offense. Oh, no, no, she's just been busy jumping through hoops for the Friendship Committee. And she probably will be for who knows how long, so that's not helping my stress level any. Afraid he can think of no remedy for this at the moment. But he will now make retirement to his room to resume these studies so that friend John may at least attempt some remedy of these stressful with the heated chocolate. Thanks, Althar. And good luck. <sighs> Excuse me, um, Bardener. It's Bartender, Gazine. How can I help you? What is in that bottle on the top shelf there? The one with the red label? That would be the Space Yeoman Gin. Finest in the galaxy. Want me to load it into a spritzer with some tonic? Is that some kind of sick joke? Beg pardon? It's disgusting that you would even have gin in plain sight in the first place, but then to offer it to me like that. As if I wasn't clearly a juniper tree? How dare you! Oh, yes. Clearly. I can't believe I made such a terrible mistake. I will go ahead and take the offending bottle down from the shelf and put it somewhere out of sight. Where I hope you will promptly dump it down the drain. Uh-huh. Is there anything inoffensive that I can spritz you with? Vodka Martin. Vodka? You don't have a problem with- Don't tell me you're one of those tuber apologists. Potatoes. <laughs> Everyone knows they're just glorified roots. I don't care for them one sprig. So yes, vodka martini. No olives though, I'm not a monster. Coming right up? No way, D. Absolutely not. Just a week. Not even. A few days. 
Just long enough to check in and come straight back, I promise. Uh Uh-uh. You think I don't see what's going on here? You're not the first musician to try to skip out on a contract. I'm not trying to ditch the egg, Chip. I just want to check on my folks. Okay. Let's say you actually manage to get an exit visa off the fairgrounds. You make a speedy jaunt back to Tamu's Beta, say a quick hello and goodbye to the whole Mallory clan, and then you try to book a flight back, and the Fugs say no soap. They're not exactly big on moving around, right? Maybe they think everyone should just get back to their home planet and stay there. What then? You'd really rather be stuck in the sorghum than here at the Egg? (sighs) Okay, no, but I haven't heard anything from home in weeks. I'm getting nervous. No one's heard anything from anywhere. The Interstellar Post is completely jacked up with these new travel rags. Come on, I'm sure you'll get a letter eventually. But what if I don't? What if they're in some kind of trouble? They're farmers, Chip. Who knows what the committee thinks about that? Why would the committee have a problem with farmers? Their whole job is helping plants grow, isn't it? I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But no one has any idea what the Fugs really want or what they'll do next. I can't help worrying, you know? Listen, if your folks do run into any trouble, I'd say you're in a much better position to help them from the safety of the Baronetcy of Kandafah. Maybe you should write them and suggest they come out here for a visit. Hey, stops, you can... Ugh! What is that smell? <coughs> Just a splash of gentle beanly cologne, mon frere, for the distinguished potentate on the go. You may have poured it on a little thick, stops. Oof, oof, that's strong. Yeah, I definitely prefer your usual Ode to Elementary School lunch bag. Ha <laughs> Oh man, but you are droll. Seriously though, you can't smell any incriminating legumish aromas on me, can you? Oh, is that what's up? You're afraid of what our leafier clientele might think of your proclivities? Hey, Stops is no hero, Palominos. He's just a simple club hopper who wants to keep hopping on down the brittle bridge with every one of his limbs unimpinged. Burnham Wood has come to Dunsinane, and I'm just the idiot who tells the tale, you did. Not you too. All the Fugs have done so far is frill with everyone's travel plans, which, yeah, is a pain in the palp, but it's not the end of the world. Let's all just take a deep breath and relax, okay? If you want to write that letter home, I'll see if I can call in a couple favors. Make sure it gets on the next courier pouch headed for Shamash. And stops. Even if the Fugs do start throwing their weight around, it's we humans who are going to be beneath it, not anyone else. And they're definitely not going to invade Sovereign Zibidant territory anytime soon. So I think we can reasonably assume all 28 of your various limbs are perfectly safe from anything but your own hallucinatory excursions. Phew. And you need to scrape that aftershave off ASAP. Oh. It's harassing my sinuses in a big way. Oh, hi, HF. <laughs> and Miss Sophie, good to see you both. What's that you got there? Uh, I'll give you the whole story in a minute, Chip. But right now, I need to discreetly make my way to the restroom, if you don't mind. Knock yourself out. I'll have Bubbles get you the usual. Sounds good. Hey, Bubbles! A Harvey Bulkhead banger when you get a minute. Now, get this to the bathroom without any more complications. Hey, HF. And hello, Miss Sophie. (laughs) Oh, your sweet little furry face is just what I needed to see today. Bonus! Welcome back to my demeanor. Oh, and you brought a party tray. Flush. (laughs) That's the word for it, all right. 
But uh, this is definitely not a party tray. Sorry. Don't mean to be rude, but I really need to stop by the bathroom before I can chat. So if you could just... Yes! My party tray! HF, are you okay? Yeah. I don't know what happened. I think I tripped over something. Well, that was me. Hi, guys. Aw, Streesvert. You are really underfoot today, Zood. It was my fault. Sorry. I can get myself up. Oh, come on. Give me your hand. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're soaked. And really green? What? I'm always green. I would say most days you've got a celadon undertone to your complexion. But today? Today, you are all over shamrock, man. Well, that's perfectly natural. Just part of my genetic makeup. Yeah, no. Whatever kind of makeup it is, it's definitely not waterproof. It's creating a oh, very dang. green, very stinky puddle. HF, what exactly were you carrying around in that thing? Uh, yeah. Sorry about that, Vert. You're gonna want to go home and wash up. I just unintentionally baptized you in Miss Sophie's afternoon piddlings. Oh no! Not on my birthday! Yeah. HF! Why'd you let Miss Sophie do her business all over my party tray? It's a bedpan, you spreadhead. Left over from an unfortunate kidney stone episode two years ago, the details of which I will spare everyone. I've started grabbing it whenever Miss Sophie and I head out for a walk so she can, you know, it's working out okay, it's just the disposal part of the procedure still has a few kinks in it. Can't you just take her to hydroponics to do her business? Well, that's what we used to do. But half the plants in hydroponics these days are actually Fugonari. And they get real offended when you can't tell which mm. is which. So the last thing I need is for Miss Sophie to lift her leg on some big shot from the advisory committee. Which means I'm going to be carrying around bedpans until she graduates from potty training. Alright, you two. You've been on break for like 20 minutes. Time to get back on that stage and... What is on my floor? Nothing you can't handle, boss. Let's plate it, Stops. Mmm, I got the mashed potato and the T-bone D. Hey, Chip, I think I'll take a rain check on that drink. I better get Miss Sophie back home. As for the mess, I would suggest you leave some baking soda on it overnight. Should suck the odor right out. See you later. Odor? Ugh. <laughs> oh. Soap on! In the weeds, boss. Where'd I leave that mop? Attention, citizens of the fairgrounds. This is your straight shooting and steadfast wreck. Creation Director Bot. Although there are those who have suggested that this job title is no longer accurate, due in large part to the recent onslaught of cancellations, postponements, hiatuses, and what have you. I have been asked to assure every last one of you, and in particular, whoever taped the Cancellation Director Bot sign over the nameplate on my door this morning that this outbreak of activity abrogations is merely circumstantial. Contrary to rumor, an anti-physical exertion bias is not in play on the fairgrounds in any official capacity. 
And speaking of things that are not at play, this evening's extreme pinochle match will need to relocate as the field has been reallocated for the use of the Lingonberry Restoration Project. For information Dude, about... Uh, wait, wait, what? What? Yes, my microphone! What? Hey, Fairgrounds, how's oh, it going? Okay. It's Mark Wahlberg, but you folks all know me. Now, now listen up. You gotta get away from the plants. They're gonna release a toxin that'll affect your brain. Or, or your neural cluster. Or, or your doink. Wherever you do your thinking, it'll make you do things to yourselves, suicide things. I've seen how this plays out. There are forces at work here beyond our understanding, which is how science works, am I right? Look, I'm not joking around. This thing is huge. It's gonna be a disaster. And I know about disasters. I produced the Entourage movie. There oh, he is, boy. Oh, hey, folks. Uh, how's it going? I like your leaves. All right, Miss Sophie, you make sure to let Papa know if you need to go you-know-what again, so I can get your little duty dish for you. Hey, 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 easy there, fellas. Now who... Oh, you're Fedorians. <laughs> I didn't know any of you folks were still hanging around. How's things? We're happy right now. Usually we're sad. Yeah, we're usually sad. We're really sad. We're sad. Oh. We're, we're happy now. Yes, happy. Brave oh. or happy. The happy oh. is good. Well, I'm happy that you're happy. Yeah, we'll be sad again. Yeah, we'll be sad again. I don't, I don't know when, but probably soon. Oh. Yeah, probably soon. Oh. We'll be sad again. Yeah, sad. It's sad when it's sad. Oh. What's got your tails drooping, guys? Is it the you know who Gulnari? <laughs> bad plants. Bad plants? Where are bad plants? Bad plants, bad. bad plants are me. We the bad plants. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Keep it inertial there, folks. You never know which dandelion has ears these days. So sad. No more chasing sticks. No more digging in flower beds. No more dragging butts on the grass. Yeah, that's a fair I love dragging butts on grass. I also love dragging butts on grass. Yeah, I can tell. No more dragging butts on grass. That's why we're sad. Because we're sad. It's so yeah. sad. Mm. That's rough. Things haven't been easy for me and Miss Sophie either. Right, Miss Sophie? Miss... Miss Sophie? Ah, uh, Muggins, where'd she get off to? Miss Sophie? Oh, there you are, you little scamp. I told you to stay where I can see you. Hey, knock it off with the little spinny circle, young lady. No, no! Don't you dare squat there! 
Don't you? No! Miss Sophie! No! Oh, Miss Sophie. What have you done, girl? Alright, that's okay, sweetie. Everything's gonna be okay. I don't hear any complaints so far, so I think we're in the clear. I can just scoop this up and no one will be the wiser. We'll just get a baggie here and... Uh, damn it, come on. You perforated piece of crap. Get off that roll. Uh, hi. Hello there. I know what this must look like, but we just found this here. A real shame, huh? So I figured it was my responsibility as a good human citizen to get rid of it. Because, you know, what kind of monster would want to soil some perfectly lovely sod like this? Oh, step aside, little man. I'll show you how to deal with crap. What? What are you... Oh, well, I didn't have to use my hands. That's what I've got these little baggage for. That's... Oh, wow. Ah, well, um, oh, well, uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. I mean, watching a robot chow down on a turd with terrifying efficiency is not how I would have chosen to spend my afternoon, but... Oh, they built me to do everything the original cost. I'll say. I've never seen grass that clean in my life. Well... Gustatory disposal of canine bowel movements isn't something that comes up very often around here. But when it does, I'm the bot for the job. Thank you so much, Divine Bot. Really. I don't know what would have happened to me and Miss Sophie if you hadn't... You know... Oh, think nothing of it, sweetheart. As if I could let anything happen to this darling little fluffball. Well, uh... <laughs> I definitely owe you a favor. Anything you need, you just give me a call. Don't you dare worry about it. Although, if you've got an in at systems maintenance, I could use some help getting to the top of their priority queue. I put in a ticket for a full fumigation routine on my inner workings months ago. And it just got a lot more urgent after today's little adventure. But they keep giving me some crap about non-essential project distribution categories. Ugh! Filthy solder jockeys. Maybe I should drop off Miss Sophie's little deposit on one of their desks. See how non-essential that is. Say no more. I know a guy. But if Lieutenant Frollenberger is wishing to perform conversation at this time, it is to inform Althar so that he may make pause in his hoovering. My apologies, Althar. I had intended to take a quick trip into your vacuum cleaner before I announced myself. I find the micro-vortices created by the operation of such devices quite soothing, if one is able to overlook their more granular components. But I'll forego that pleasure for the nonce. 
Frillin Berard. Would you care for liquid refreshment while you are enacting the visit? It will take Althar the briefest of moments to make preparation of the hot java, if this is desired. It is only to put on the kettle and to unfurl the tarp that Althar has secured for such an occasion. The carpet of the Room of Living has already made absorption of enough coffee to last several mid-crystals. I appreciate the offer, Althar. You're the only one who ever thinks to offer me coffee. But unfortunately, I only have a few moments to converse. Oh, then Althar will not make further delay. What is the lieutenant wishing to have discussion upon? Well, not to put too fine a point on it. I was wondering what you thought about all this. About all this? The shared room of living is quite spacious and most comfortable. It is a truth that the curtain of privacy was not a component of its original design, but some sacrifices of aesthetic integrity have been necessity if there is to be simultaneous use by Althar and Ferendijan. I was not referring to your living room decor, Althar. Although, in my opinion, the curtain actually adds a stylish touch of bohemian charm. No, I wanted to hear your thoughts on recent events, specifically the establishment of the Fulganari Human Friendship Advisory Committee. Ah. Althar is hoping always for the advancement of friendship and understanding between peoples. So it would seem, on the exterior, that this committee of friendship is a thing most desirable. And on the interior? Alvar has some worryment. The Fugalnari are speaking of friendship, but they are making great disturbance to the contentment of his human friends. Indeed. One does not need to exist in twenty-seven dimensions to see that. And yet they have done nothing for Alvar to make objection to. They have made suggestion only, and if the human leaders on Earth are choosing to follow these suggestions, then that is human business, yes? And Althar should be keeping his pedipalps out of it. Because Althar is still having so much to learn about human culture, and it is never wise to make meddlement in the conditions that are not fully understood. A sound principle. Not one that I've ever had to apply myself, of course, but generally sound. But Alvar is understanding that his human friends here are very unhappy, and discomforted, and frightened. And Alvar is wishing to make a remedy, but none of his studies, or the examples of history, or all the expertise he has been offered from the Eltorian commonality have been suggesting any method for this. It is... It is a concern to Althar that perhaps the principles of Iltor are not adequate to the situation in which he is finding himself. Yes. Your people's reputation as diplomats is, of course, well-deserved. But there are perhaps limits to a system that relies too heavily on no one wanting to hurt an Iltorian's feelings. Then... a new system is perhaps needed. And this is a very great task. But not one you have to undertake alone, Althar. You do have a great many friends all over the galaxy. And here on the fairgrounds in particular. Without getting into details, it would not be at all nice for you to know. 
I will say only that these latter will be of great importance to you in your task. Can Elthar make inquiring if his friends on the fairgrounds? You would like to know if all your friends are going to make it through this experience unscathed? That was the drifting of Althar's wonderment, yes. I can't tell you that, Althar. I can tell you, from extensive personal experience, that it is not always a comfort to know what is to come. Althar can say from his experience that not knowing is not of comfort at all. Touché. Very well, I think I can safely add this. Many, if not all, of your friends on the fairgrounds will have a significant part to play in the events of the next several months. And I would also say that whether or not the principles of Iltor will be entirely adequate to this situation, they will be of great use to you in your efforts nonetheless particularly your people's emphasis on generosity and kindness. A worthy objective in and of itself, of course, but also a potentially utilitarian one, under certain circumstances. Althar will make considering of this. Thanking you, Lieutenant. My pleasure, Althar. And I do apologize for not being able to assist you any further. Being a 27-dimensional entity with literally all the time in the world leaves me somewhat ill-equipped to understand the concept of impatience on any but the most abstract level, but I do advise you to be patient and to be kind. Alvar will do his best. If that is all the lieutenant wished to be sharing, would you desire Althar to resume his cleaning activities? so that you may enjoy the vortices of the carpet-sucking device. That's very thoughtful of you, Alpha. But I'm afraid you won't have time to finish your vacuuming today. Some other time? Very well, Lieutenant Frollenberar. A pleasant cycle to you. Hmm. Patience and kindness. One of these is coming to Alpha with much greater readiness than the other. He can be making effort at both. Oh! Another guest is requesting entry! Arthur should perhaps have made preparation of the Java after all. Welcome to the home of John and Althar! Who is there, please? Oh, hello, sweetie. It's Mrs. Frondrenax. Long time no see, eh? Ah, Mrs. Frondrenax. It has indeed been some time since you have made a visit. But Arthur supposes there have been many matters making occupation to you. Thank you, dearie. Oh, it's so good to see you. You're right, I've just been so, so busy with the committee that I haven't had a moment's peace. But it occurred to me just now how much time had passed since I've had a chance for a nice chat with my dear friend Althar. So I thought I'd just drop by and say hello. I hope I didn't catch you at a bad time. Althar is always pleased to be greeting guests at any time, Mrs. Frondrenax. And he is very pleased that you have honored the request of friend John that guests are to make ringing of the doorbell rather than appearing in the suite unannounced. This is a change most desirable. Uh, yes. Well, you know, 
I don't think a neighbor popping in for a friendly chat counts as a guest, really. But I suppose there's no harm in humoring John if he doesn't agree. I wouldn't want to upset the dear boy. Suggest that you make swift ending of your visit. Friend John has had very much of the stressful in recent days, and the unexpected guest in the room of living is most likely to cause the upset. Well, perhaps I, uh... a rescheduling of the friendly chatting can be arranged. Wait, I. All right. The truth is, I didn't just come by for a chat. I actually. Well, I need some help. Father is always pleased to be of usefulness, Mrs. Frondernais. But if he is making assistance to you, there is a favor he must be asking in return. Oh, uh, well, of course I'd be happy to do whatever I can to pay back, sweetheart. Although there are some things that are out of my fronds, you understand. I'm just one member of the committee, after all. Then perhaps you could be putting the word in at your colleagues on the committee that... It is not so efficient to make direct interference in the scheduling of the workers of sanitation. What? Supervisor Reyes is having much experience of her people, and of the peculiarities of the fairgrounds that are causing complication in the sanitizing. So, it would be advisory to allow her to be organizing her own schedulings. Oh, well, it, it might not be so simple, Althar. Diplomacy is not of great simpleness either, Mrs. Frondrenax. Well, I... No, all right. If that's really what you want, I'll just have to sell it to the committee somehow. I need the help of the best damn diplomat I know. Conjuration. Who knew that one of our regulars was a galaxy-class pianist? Hans is amazing. I mean, of course he's only got the two arms, so he's not on your level, but he's still pretty impressive. And so lusciously, those tentaclaws can coax some sweet sauces out of those black and ivory bosses. I never thought I'd see it, but the egg does feel sort of classy these days. <laughs> hey, piano man! Promenchness, I can't hear myself drink. And the class is gone. It's kind of ironic. We once thought adding some plants would brighten this place up. <laughs> Want me to charge this thorny zoo with violating the statutes of Hand of R? Is there a Zibidon law against being a drunken ass pot? Eh, could get him on offending the exquisite sensibilities of a principal of her grandiosity's scintillant concord. Whole lot of latitude in that one. Mm, better not, Stops. Chip wants us to keep our tiles straight with the foods. Mm. Yeah, I have to say, recent events have really put a dent in what little respect I had left for that guy. I knew he was cheap. I knew he could be a bastard. But giving a bunch of loudmouth shrubs a free pass to abuse his employees? That's a new low. Tough times make cowards of the bastards in us all, capital D. I guess us Eggazins have to look out for one another, since no one else is. I'd say that sentiment is worth a drink. <laughs> Thanks, but I've already cashed in my tickets this cycle. This one's on the house. In fact, I'll put it on Chip's tab. It's the <laughs> least he can do. 
Excuse me, Cassine, what sort of wood is that piano made of? What business is it of mine? Well, that would depend on the answer to my question. I don't give a fig if it's maple or oak. Those sons of beech trees can rot as some vagrant lean-tos for all I care. But if you've mangled a spruce to make your little noise box, then we are going to have a problem. I'm just saying that more thought should be put into these kind of decisions. This place doesn't have the best reputation, you know. Then why are you on stage making that racket in the first place? Yeah, I don't get this music thing. Why waste time banging on a weird casket table thingy when you can sit and photosynthesize in silence? Oh, man. I better go break that up before one of them tries to throw branches. Good call. Give a shout if you need backup. Hey, look who has arrived. Vert the Virtuous. Dang, you are looking de-juiced to crash this. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, I'm feeling great and good. Oh, great and good. Which makes great. <laughs> Vert, you look like death warmed over. When's the last time you ate anything? Oh, I don't eat food. Just some good old cool clear water. That's it. I don't think water is going to hack it, my zoo. <laughs> You've got to dump this liquid diet and feast at the cornucopia of common sense. Seriously, Furt, if even stops can tell you're getting stupid, then you're getting quadruple stupid. Oh, what do you even care? All you people do is tease me and step on me and yell at me and shake me up and down like a salt shaker and... Okay, that was one time. We were really drunk and we honestly thought you were a salt shaker. The resemblance is uncanny. And we did apologize. Eventually. <laughs> you never apologize for calling me elephant ears. Oh, come on. That's just friendly teasing. <laughs> we don't mean anything by it. Yeah, Zood. You've got to toughen up if you want to do the Titan Well, I'm not tough. I've never been tough. I couldn't win a fight with a Bronsonian. I can't even stand up to you guys. And, and you're supposed to be my friends. And if I can't stand up to my friends, how am I supposed to stand up to... to a bunch of... to a bunch of... a bunch of freakishly strong, super sneaky plant people? Um... Okay, now I get it. Listen, Bert, you need to relax. The committee hasn't said anything about not being able to eat plants. And even if they did, that would only apply to humans. So you've got nothing to worry about. Yeah, for now, but no one knows what they'll do next. No one even knows why they're here in the first place. Okay, that's true, but no matter what, blowing out your thrusters like this is not going to do you any good. I think you'll feel a lot more optimistic about the situation once you've gotten something to eat, yeah? Mm, I got just the sufficiency for your deficiency. Let me fit into it. And what gives you the right to tell me what to do? 
You put a dish towel in your back pocket and you think that makes you better than me? They're clearly not better than us. I mean, look at them. They look like a pile of autumn leaves in mid-January. You mean because of that ghastly gray pallor? I am warning you. You're right. That is the grayest thing I've ever seen. They're grayer than charcoal. If they were charcoal, they would have been a plant at some point. Then they would at least have that going for them. Okay, <laughs> that's it. You zoods are done here. I am officially kicking you both out. You kicking us out? Ah, with what? Your probe? You can get up and leave, or I will carry your pots out the door myself. The choice is yours. Leave? You're telling us to leave? What kind of specious anti-plant slur is that? I want to speak to your manager. He's a, he's a human. Did you know that? Yes, I had in fact noticed the species of my employer. Okay, so... Yeah, that means... That means he works for us now! Manager! Evening, folks. What's going on here? This strange tentaclawed creature was desecrating the corpse of a noble spruce. And when we raised an objection, this horrible gray thing told us we had to leave. Oh, did they now? Yeah! We're paying customers, and we are sick of this scenario slab telling us how to act, as if they knew any better. Well... I'm terribly sorry about all this, folks. Sopan never should have tried to kick you out. I'm pleased you see it that way. Because I should have done that a long time ago. That's right! Wait, what? You heard me. I want you brambles out of my bar. Permanently. You are officially banned. Your pictures are going right up there on the wall of smartheads who don't know how to have a good time. And if you ever set so much as a root in here ever again, I have a friend with a wood chipper who doesn't ask a lot of questions. Am I understood? Well, I have never been more insulted in all my life. Let's get out of here, Butterflex. I imagine the management of Shea Potser will know what side their soil is aerated on. You've made a big mistake, you hitterless heap. The committee's gonna hear about this. Great! Then you can tell them Fulganari are always welcome at the Electric Egg. As long as they treat my employees with the respect they deserve. Yeah, tell them, sister. Wow, Chip. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I should have done it a lot sooner. What kind of boss would I be if I let a couple of potted vonchers like that walk all over the best bartender I've ever known? That's a good question, Chip. And I have to say, it's one we've all been asking the last couple weeks. Okay. Look, I get that this hasn't been fun for any of you, and I'm sorry about that. But I've been walking a real thin tightrope here, and it's not getting thicker anytime soon. Between the Fulganari and the humans, plus every other species of customer we get in here, not to mention the Zibidon Empire and the League, I mean, our whole dual jurisdiction setup was already more complicated than a Baromian donut. And now we've got this Fulganari friendship committee thing, adding a whole extra layer of complication frosting, with authoritarian menace jimmies on top. So yeah, I'm still figuring it out. But no matter what happens, 
I'm not gonna just sit back and let a couple of jackers like that mess around with my staff, even if that means I end up out on the street. Or, well, corridor. So any other foogs who want to toss their mulch around in here, we can kick them out? And you'll back us up? Absolutely. Anyone who's not here to have a good time, no matter the species, can get the jack out. Here, here. Well, I say that's worth at least one celebratory frigalacky. Who's with me? Ooh, me. I'm in. Oh, I am. Ooh, but you better not pour any more for Vert. Mm. He looks dead drunk. Ooh. Uh, no, not drunk. Just undernourished. But not for long, Johnny Staccato. Old Stocks has got this in hand with plenty what? to spare. Here you go, man. This'll put the brakes on the emaciation train. Oh, is that a, a sandwich? Can I really eat it? Bonjour, mon ami. Oh, thank you. Oh, it looks so good. Oh, this is great. Oh, this is... This... Shots. Is this peanut butter? I have been told that this delectable peanut pate makes for an excellent source of protein for those unequipped to experience its more esoteric qualities. But, but why would you give me a sandwich from, from your stash? Twas simple, my Rayoso. You were in need of serious sustenance, and the gustatory offerings of the egg, enticing though they may be to the palate of the thoroughly rasopated, are somewhat inadequate in nutritional manifestation. That's I true. could not, in good conscience, serve you any of the smart from there. But a PB&J of the classic variety? That I can assemble in a squid's trice. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. It's very delicious. Just do me a husk, man. Leave huh? the hunger striking to the religiously fixated and the politically dedicated. Even when you've got the herbaceous half-dabs, Food is the first thing. Morals follow on. You charm me? Absolutely. It'll never happen again. I promise. It better not. I only have so much nutty buddy to spread around and I don't want my stash getting too thin. Or we'll both be flipping the gears. <laughs> hey, Fairgrounds. Can you believe that it's only been two weeks since things really started making sense? Time sure does fly when you're watering the seeds of progress with a superior species, huh? <laughs> you know, I can't understand how any of you were ever satisfied with the way things used to work around here. I really can't. Because the way things used to work is barely. Am I right? <laughs> Seriously, you zoods had it no better than those xenomorph ice pops you got floating around outside. <laughs> All right, now, okay, okay, I know some of you have had a couple of problems with all this advice you're getting all of a sudden. But hey, it always takes a while to adjust to new lifestyle philosophies. That said, okay, not to be a thorn in anyone's side, but you know, this is Bo talking. And what is Bo if not honest, right Tess? That's absolutely right, Bo. You ever know me to hold back when I got a gripe, Tess? Never, Bo. Exactly. So anyway, yeah, I've been hearing from some humans out there and even a few non-humans that are catching backwash from the new rules and regs. And I get it. I mean, no one likes being told when and where to go, yeah? I know I don't. 
But you know what's really getting to me, Bovians? Is this new smart going around about superfluous energy expenditure? Have you heard about this SNES test? Sure have, Bo. Can't believe it. Me neither. So for those of you that haven't heard, apparently, they're saying the Fugs might start telling everyone how much we're allowed to move. I mean, you gotta be flatting kidding me, right? Like, it's not as if anyone's running the Martian 100K in this tin can to begin with, and some of us need to keep things moving if we're gonna stay inertial. I mean, I am not giving up my daily Pilates to keep some shrub happy. I don't care what anyone says. Anyway, that's my two creds, and that's the bow of wisdom for this cycle. Until the next one, Fairgrounds, keep your ears to the ground, your eyes in your hands, and your brains in your feet. So long. Oh, hey there, Mindy. You, uh, you okay? Why shouldn't I be, Hardy Fox? Well, besides all the various reasons for not okayness we've got going on at the moment, or I guess one big reason with a lot of little sub-reasons daisy-chained off it, it's more than a little surprising to see you leaning against a bulkhead in a back corridor nursing a takeout coffee. I decided to get my own macchiato from Tixandu's today. Stretch my legs a bit. That's not what I'd call highly eccentric behavior. For most people, maybe not. But for you? Absolutely. Not to mention we're nowhere near the bridge or Tixandu's. And while I know that the shortest distance between two points on the fairgrounds usually involves a minimum of three detours, the shuttles are actually having one of their rare confluences of functionality this cycle, so... So I took the scenic route. A scenic route that brought you all the way down to a maintenance access corridor in MEM-46? You're here. I'm here because I'm on my way to sweet-talk George Foreman bot into bumping an unpleasant little job up in the system's maintenance task queue. And no, you don't want to hear about it. Fine. I'm here because I don't want to be on the bridge right now. You d Oh, come on, Mindy. You're always happiest on the bridge. That's not true. I'm usually thoroughly exasperated when I'm on the bridge. Thoroughly, happily exasperated. That's not... Well, you may have a point. But if my normal state of frustration on the bridge seemed happy to you, it was probably because being on the bridge meant I could at least do something about whatever was crawling up my jumper at the moment. But these days, everything up there seems precision engineered to drive me crazy. There's not a single thing I can do about it. The committee? The committee. Hmm. They really making it hard for you? They're making it perfectly easy. As long as we go along with all of their suggestions, which are numerous, incessant, and as far as I can tell, utterly pointless. But we're taking all of them because orders from Earth are to give our new friends our full cooperation. Even so, they have a really pissy attitude about it. Threatening? Oh, no, never threatening, just pissy. But at the same time, they like to find ways of subtly reminding you there's a lot of them on the fairgrounds now. 
maybe more than we even know about, and that even the smallest of them appears to have the strength to bench press four or five sanitation grunts at once. Or, you know, rip their arms off. Yikes. Not that they're looking to. It's clear they want to keep things very calm around here. No abuse, no violence. Nothing that would ruffle any aristates at the Office of Equilibrium. Exactly. Which makes me wonder if I'm betraying us all by going along with it. What else are you gonna do? Resign? Refuse your orders? Let it go to a court-martial? That doesn't help anybody either. And like you said, the Fulgonari haven't actually abused anyone so far. This has the potential to get a lot worse, sure, but so far, it's just annoying. Believe me, you're not saying anything I haven't said to myself a million times. But what worries me is what happens when they don't stop at annoying. If we wait until then to fight back, I don't know if we'll be able to at all. <sighs> at least you civilians don't have to deal with any of this schness. Actually, we've been getting new directives from corporate for the past few weeks, so I assume there's been some suggesting going on there too. Nothing as bad as what you've got on the bridge, just random sector interdictions. Taking the long way around has been causing the odd backlog, but that's all. Although some of those interdictions are for sectors where we normally get at least a couple of calls a week. So it's anyone's guess who's handling those now. Maybe the Fugulnari have their own repair squads? That, or they've made some kind of backroom deal with the bots. <laughs> Robots! Violate a union contract? Come on, Hardy Fox. Yeah, I know. Thing is, the bots don't particularly like the Fuglenari, as far as I can tell, but they don't necessarily dislike them either, which puts the Fuglenari one up on us. Still, I can't imagine they'd... Would they? I don't know. If you want, I can see if Foreman bots heard anything. I mean, no promises. He might not want to talk to me about it. But he definitely won't want to talk to management, so... I'd appreciate it. No problem. You heading back to the bridge? No, I think I'll finish my coffee right here. Then, and then I'll go right back to Tixandu's for another and take my own sweet damn time with it. If there's an emergency, they can call me, but otherwise, I'd say aimlessly wandering the corridors is still a better use of my time than rubber stamping a list of Fugulnari suggestions. Well, if you ever want a slightly more comfortable and marginally less depressing place than this corridor to get away from the bridge for a while, you're always welcome at the office of... Ah, oh, the hell with it. WSS. <laughs> Thanks, Hardy Fox. But I've seen your office. I'll take a 45-minute lecture on process metrics from a ficus any day. <laughs> Fair enough. Later, Mindy. Commander. Oh, hey, Frawl. I'm afraid it would be advisable for you to make your way to the bridge at this point. Emergency? No, just another annoyance. But it will be worse for all concerned if you aren't there when Oakensarks returns from their meeting in hydroponics. So I need to rush? Not at all. I anticipated this and left you enough time to amble there in a leisurely, relaxed manner, 
banter a bit with the bridge crew, and get settled into your command chair before you are required to accept the latest suggestions from the Fuganari. My command chair? I was thinking I would meet with them in my office. The choice is of course yours, sir. It will make no difference. It won't? It will not. Not even with the... you know... The Building Edge Comprehensive Surveillance Apparatus the ICSB Office of Equilibrium has installed in your office, which you have been trying in vain for the past year to access? Right. That... You're saying that thing hasn't been listening in on my conversations? Oh, of course it has, Commander. But it has been doing the same for every conversation on the fairgrounds, so inviting the Fuganari into the office is somewhat surplus to requirements. Oh, but has it already reported back to the OE about what's going on here? Unfortunately not, sir. The system in your office is still in passive mode. It would only activate at the behest of an authorized agent, as you have yourself observed, or under certain very specific circumstances that the Office of Equilibrium would consider vital to the interests of the interstellar community. A criterion which the current arrangement between the Fulgenari and the League of Humans does not, alas, satisfy. In short, I am sorry to inform you that the OE will not be riding to the rescue any time soon, or indeed ever. Wonderful. So we're on our own. No help from the ICSB and certainly no help from Earth. Just the fairgrounds. Shabby joke of a space station full of folks who wound up here because they couldn't hack it anywhere else. And yet, Mindy, I would advise you not to despair. In fact, at the risk of being dangerously indiscreet, I would say that the biggest mistake the Fulganari have made thus far was involving the fairgrounds in this first phase of their plans. Further deponent saith not. First phase. So they... Right. Well then. Guess I'd better get to it. Whatever it is. Yes? Absolutely, Commander. And I'll pick you up another macchiato. I was headed that way myself. Excellent work with the Dvoraxi, Frontrax. Top marks. You and Ruti are to be commended for providing such a valuable service to our people. What can I say, Oakensarks? I suppose I just have a way with the little stingers. And Rudy, too. Yay! Rudy can't fail! <laughs> Why, it would appear so, Rudy. Which means you both should have no problem with your next diplomatic assignment. Oh! Another diplomatic mission. Wonderful. Yes, of course. You think we're just going to put all of our seed stock in the Dvoraxian bed? No, no, Frondrax. That would be foolish indeed. If things go polar with these bees, and they very well might, they're so easily offended, we're going to want a good working relationship with another qualified group of pollinators. Don't tell me. That's right. We're extending a friendly branch to the Flatarians. <gasps> Yay! Butterflies! <laughs> Must we, Oakensarks? 
We've got a good deal going with the Dvaraxi. If they get word we're making overtures to the Platarians, it could wilt the whole thing. I'm not worried about that. After all, I've got my top two diplomats on the case. Yay! I'm a top two diplomat! <laughs> Here's the dossier. You can, of course, contact me directly if you need any other resources. But I shouldn't think that will be necessary, given your obvious affinity for this kind of work. <laughs> Vim speed to you both. Wonderful. Well, Rudy, any stirring insights into butterflies you'd like to share? Um, um, uh, butterflies are very, very, very pretty, but that means they're poison, so you should never eat one. Very astute. All right. Open up another bag of mulch, Rudy. We've got a lot of work ahead of us. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Swiss Lenard, what have you been doing in the kitchen? After you said that Sheila was insatiable, I thought I should make as much dinner as I could before she came over. <laughs> it's, it's not that kind of... Oh, Swizz. I know you mean well, because who the beneficent life master teaches us that all beings ultimately mean well. But sometimes I wish you were better at picking up on the subtleties of human language. Sheila's beauty pageant should be over by now, and she'll be here any minute. So how would you please clean up this mess? No sombrero. What the? Althar, were you expecting anyone? Not in the smallest, friend John. Perhaps it is one of those missionaries of who the Beneficent that have been wandering the corridors as of late. Let's hope not. Hi, just so you know, everyone here is thoroughly satisfied with the state of their spiritual energy strings. Aren't you an agnostic? Because I'm going to be really cheesed if I had to sit through that entire rant from HF for nothing. Stella? I thought you were working all night. That's what I thought too, but I just got the all clear from command, which I guess means from the Fugulnari on this month's schedule. So I won't need to pull a double shift after all. Nice. Even nicer, I apparently have full permission to arrange the sanitation shift schedules as I see fit from now on. Well, the Fugues still reserve the right to request changes, but at least I don't need to sit around waiting for approval. So my hours should be getting back to something approaching normal. Which means I have the next two cycles all to myself, and I intend to make very good use of them by splitting this bottle of Venusian Shiraz and giving those anti-grav units on your bed a serious workout. Arthur is very pleased that your inconveniences of scheduling have been resolved, Supervisor Reyes. Can he be requesting that you do not make splitting of the bottle until he has had time to unroll the protective tarp across the carpet? Oh, hey, Althar. Uh, don't worry, it's not that kind of splitting. The carpet is perfectly safe. You know, the carpet will be even safer if we take this bottle into my room right now. Good call. Night, Althar. Good night to you, dear friends. Oh. Please be welcomed to 
John and Elthar. Although, if you are seeking the company of friend John, Elthar must advise that you return at another time, as friend John is currently occupied with the calibration of the anti-gravity units. That's all right, Elthar, dearie. I just wanted to stop by and say thank you for all your help. with the Duveraxi was success. It was, Althar. The committee is very pleased, and I couldn't have done it without you. Diplomatic negotiations aren't exactly my preferred climate, you know. So, uh, thank you. Althar is always pleased to be offering assistance in the advancement of friendship. And it is a rare thing that Althar has opportunity to make use of his course in a Pine choreography. It is a skill that had collected some rust, so Alva was most gratified to be deoxidizing it. It certainly saved all of our leaves, and it was quite the sight. You really know how to move, Althar. <laughs> Perhaps Althar should be opening the studio of dance in his circular's time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the day. <laughs> well, anyway, I, uh, oh, I took care of that thing you were asking about, so... Yes, Elthar has been informed of this already. Thanking you. Oh. All right. Well, uh... I'll be seeing you around the corridor, then. This is very likely, Mrs. Frondrenex. Mm hmm Yes. You know, it has been ages since we've had one of our Sunday brunches. If you want to get together for a mimosa sometime, and you know, I can Elthar just... does not wish to cause the offense, Mrs. Frondrenex, but he is aware that your role with the Committee of Friendship is one of much busyness. So, yes, Elthar does not expect that you will have much surplus time to make brunching. Oh. Yes. You're very right. How very silly of me. Well, back to work, I suppose. Althar hopes you are happy with the result of your efforts, Mrs. Frondrenex. Thank you, Althar. I am. I'm very happy. So, very, very happy. You've been listening to Life with Althar, Episode 23. This episode was written by Amanda Lapagola for Gemini Collision Works and starred John Amir's John B., Ivana Cullinan as Commander Toriana, Amanda Lapagola as Mrs. Frondradax, Surrey Washington as Dee, Chris Lee as Chip Crinkle, Barrett Johnson as Althar, Derek Peterson as Stops, Eli Ganeas as HF, and Alyssa Simon as Lieutenant Commander Frawl. And also featured Ian W. Hill, Anna Stefanik, Linus Gelber, Lex Friedman, Olivia Baseman, Jessica Stoya, Fred Backus, Philip Cruz, Holly Pocket McCaffrey, Clara Francesca, and Leela Okafor. Life with Althar was created by Barrett Johnson and Ian W. Hill. Barrett is the supervising producer, showrunner, and script supervisor. Ian is the audio producer, sound designer, and technical supervisor. The writer's room consists of Barrett, Ian, John, Amanda, Chris, Philip, Lex, and Linus. Theme, interstitial music, and additional piano composed and performed by Anna Stefani. Life with Althar logo and illustration by Dean Haskiel. Library music and sound effects licensed from Storyblock. The entire production is copyright 2020, Gemini Collision Works. We'll be back in two weeks with another tale from the fairground, so why, what's this?
Could that be unaccountably popular interstellar broadcaster Bo Several strolling through the corridors of Sala 31? Ooh, and he's got Tess with him. Let's listen in, shall we? Okay, Tess, tell Marty to get on that deal with the Bronsonians mm. and fast. You think we'll see big heat coming down here? Uh, maybe, maybe not. But honestly, the fairgrounds are real snortopia these days. I mean, sure, there's the smell of something bad coming through the warp. I can whiff that light years away, but I'd say there's only a tiny chance we get a good angle on it. Mm. So it's time to booge. You want tiny chances? Bronsonia is the place to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of those little jackers tries to play tough, I can just drop kick him to Hardrax 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oi, hello there. You're Bo Several, ain't ya? Why, it is. It is, Denormiax. I'd know him anywhere. He's famous, he is. Bo Several, the widest boy will ever put on a pair of shoes, they say. Big fans we are. Seen several. Big fans. And of you too, Tess with balls, of course. Of course. Well, that's just great. We always love meeting our fans, don't we, Tess? Mm -hmm. But the fact is, we were just in the middle of something, See, so... this here is my cousin, Frakotovics, and they just love your show. And I love our Leafy fans right back. But the thing is, it's been a while since my last allergy dot, so if you could just step back... And I'd thing. like you to meet my cousin here, Denobiax, and a bigger bow several fan you won't find on the fairgrounds. That's great, but really we've got to get Oh yeah, yeah, of- big fan, sure. But you know, recently seen several, you've been saying some rather unpleasant things about us Fulganari on your show, haven't you? Getting a bit shirty about us, Sh- I'd say. Insulting even. Oh, not so much insulting, I'd say, Frack, but more than a bit out of line, you know? Unhelpful. Unproductive, even. And you know, with the whole human Fulganari Friendship Advisory Committee just getting started, this ain't the best moment to be unproductive. Not about the League of Humans and not about the Fulganari. You understand, Squire? Hey, 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 I think you got the wrong end of the stick here. Oh, I think our sticks are doing just fine, Squire. Oh yeah, very robust, I'd say. Vigorous. Uh Uh-huh. Look, friends, here's the plump. None of my crew flies with a human passport, not even Todd. I guess you could call us citizens of the galaxy. But one thing you definitely can't call us is citizens of the League of Humans. So we don't have a Fedorian in this fight. Now I love a lot of what you Zoods are doing here. Really, I do. But when I see something I don't love, well, I'm not gonna shut up about it. That's that's not Bo. Oh, did you hear that, Frack? Not a League of Human citizen. What do you know? Not subject to LOH restrictions, eh? I guess not. But see, seen several, sir. The flip side of that being, you're also not really under the protection of the League now, are you? And we could all use protection, couldn't we, Frack? We certainly could, Dino. We certainly could. Look, friends, I don't know what specifically has gotten up your xylem, but we're talking the Bo Show. 
We're talking Bo Several, and when we're talking Bo Several, it's all about how Bo is talking. Yeah. And Bo likes to tell a joke or two, you know? Yeah. Ruffle a few feathers or bronze, but it's all in good fun, am I right? Oh, we know from fun scene several, we Fugonari have a long and celebrated tradition of jocularity. Tell scene several a joke, Dino. Okay. What are about three foot long and go fud fud? I give up. Bow several's arms after they're ripped off and thrown on the floor. <laughs> Good joke. <laughs> ha ha. But hey, Frack, maybe it should be fud fud fud. Because, you know, these meaty types don't stay vertical for too long after the arms come off. I speak from experience. You may be right, Dino. I workshop it when I get the grease. But the point I was making to scene several is... That's more the kind of humour that appeals to us Fulganari. Oh yeah, more a kind of observational thing. We're real good at observing. But you know, sometimes it's time to stop observing. And start doing. And we know you like to ask a lot of questions. But we'd like to make just a few suggestions. That's right. We're here to suggest you maybe retire all those little jokes about the way we're running things and get back to offering us your support just like you did when we first showed up here, wholeheartedly, without reservation. Oh, that was nice, wasn't it, Dino? Sure was, Frack, sure was. Seen several here, seemed to have some understanding of where he properly stood. Knew how to talk about us then, he did. So now... Seen Jack the Lad several. We'd like to hear a bit more of that again. Give him the list, you know. Here you go, Tess. And I must say, big fan of yours as well. But you know where Bo goes, or any of his various limbs and organs for that matter. So do you. Am I right? Anyway, seen several, that list there is just a short sampling of a kind of thing we Fulgonari would like to hear you sharing with your listeners. Again, suggestions there. Just suggestions, alright? But, uh, you do well to be suggestible right now, seen several. If you want to keep your roots sunk into the fairgrounds much longer, you take care now, Gassim. And again, big fans we are. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you want me to tell Marty to get the osmium out on that Bronsonian thing? I think we can be out of here this time tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Oh, Frid, no, Tess. That plan's going straight into the chipper. We're not going anywhere. We're not? No one. No one. I don't care how thick their trunk is, tells Bo several what he can and cannot say. Uh, I don't know, Bo. I think what we're splashing around in this time might be a lot deeper than it looks. Might be time to pull up on shore for a while. No way, Tess. We've pissed off way bigger honchos than these stupid foogs, and no one's touched us yet. If they didn't fry us on Mebsuda, they sure as Frid won't get us here. Okay. So, what are we doing with these suggestions? These? Like I'm even gonna read this schness. Grill that noise. Those Herbies have no idea who they're messing with. I am bow flooding several. 